Hey guys! Welcome back to Spooky, Spooky Snippets. Snippets! I'm your host, Emma Dawson. And I'm your host, Addie Stewart. And we have a delectable topic to talk about. Oh yes, it's real juicy. Uh-huh. We are going to talk about the Dalatov Pass incident. Dun dun dun. As now some of you guys are like, what is that? And I'ma be honest, I'm disappointed in you for asking, because it is a really big old conspiracy theory, worldwide conspiracy theory that has been talked about and referenced in many, many different forms of media. So if you're one of those people that are like, I've never heard of this, get out. <laughs> what do what you actually, you came to the right podcast because we're actually going to teach you about it. But like, do some research. But it is quite exciting stuff. I was researching mm-hmm. it last night. I was getting spooked out. It, it is was, so fun. I love it. I love this um this whole ordeal uh just because of the like the huge amounts of unknowns in this story is crazy like honestly there's so many like quote-unquote explanations for what happened that you could honestly believe anything because there's not any proof to prove them wrong or to prove them right and that's like one of like my main reasons why I absolutely love this case because and it like actually happened too <laughs> no yeah it like is for real like there's like documents yeah. like these are real people like the, like yes. okay we'll talk about it and then yeah yeah <laughs> you'll see so in 1959 uh a group of russian uh soviet union like hikers by the way experienced hikers too experienced, like they yeah. like like they this were, group was no joke. They were going to go get, like, grade three level certification on this uh, like, hiking trip. Yeah, out of three grades. Yeah. Like, so. they would have been the top of the top. So uh, this group of hikers, uh, they planned this little trek through, uh, do you remember the name of the valley that they were going through? It's a weird Russian name, so we're yeah. probably not going to pronounce it correctly. It was through the Ural Mountains, so that region of the world mm-hmm. um yeah i i can't pronounce it but it was in the ural mountains yes and so they were planning on hiking through that and they weren't planning on it taking like an extremely long time like they yeah. were gonna set off february 1st and get back at february like 12th or something yeah. like 12th at the latest they said and so you know it's a pretty long trek and mm-hmm. these guys are way experienced there's eight hikers uh, two of them are women. I think nine. Well, there were oh, nine there hikers. Were nine. And then, yeah, right. we'll talk about that. Oh yes. The <laughs> incident happens to eight. So I guess we should start off saying there are nine hikers. To start two, story. yeah. <laughs> two of them were women. Uh, all experienced. They all knew each other. They all like were homies. Done hikes with yeah. each other before. Trusted each other's skills. Um, they were all planned, ready, organized, really excited to do this. And so they, uh, set off. And in the very beginning of their trek, one of their guys, uh, just, like, had to leave. Because he had, had, like, yeah, he had pre-existing, like, back injuries. And he was like, guys, I actually can't do this. Like, this is too painful. I don't want to slow you down. So he left. And honestly... It's probably for the best yeah. because, sadly, these eight experienced hikers never made it out alive. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, they all um, perished under 
unusual circumstances yeah. in the mountains. So these guys are hiking. They're very much aware of the extreme uh, weather that oh, yeah. is it was in February, this mountain. Yeah, yeah, they like they were ready and prepared and have trained in you know sub-zero temperatures. They know that this valley gets heavy winds, which honestly is probably like, the worst part. Like I know walking at school, I'm like, oh, it's cold. But as soon as like the wind hits, I'm like, oh, I'm, it it's like, like 10 degrees colder. Yeah, like 20 <laughs> degrees colder. So they, these guys were ready. And so uh, funnily enough, the passes they were going through, I remember the English translations. It was called like the, the Devil's Valley or something oh, like really? that, like literally named, oh. like translated to something like that. Ironic. And the... Uh, the people native to that area, mm-hmm. they actually kind of were like, we really don't want people to be hiking through this area. Like, it's yeah. been, like, a thing that those uh, people were arguing about, like, with the Soviet Union government for a while. Like, they were like, this is, like, our land. Um, also, it's really dangerous if you guys weren't born and raised in this part of the land. So maybe you guys shouldn't come here. Uh, but these hikers said, LOL, no, <laughs> we're going to do it anyway. So these uh, eight hikers are camping and a snowstorm happens, you know, because like, of course it did. Uh, the winds were crazy. So they got pushed off of their like their original tr- like track yeah. of where they were going. Like they got pushed off like a couple miles like they right. were they but the thing is they're experts they were aware of this they were like okay like we're gonna probably we're gonna be yeah. a little later but that's okay we know what to do we're gonna set up camp early and we're just gonna wait out the snowstorm yeah they were like camped on the side of a mountain like pretty high up too mm-hmm. and i'll come back later <laughs> yeah and so uh they camp uh, for the night of February 1st and our dead February 2nd, actually. Yeah. Um, but nobody realizes because since they told everyone, like, they would be back a little later to, like, he said that the main guy said he would, uh, send a note to the guy that returned by about, like, February 12th and give him a few days, mm-hmm. uh, because messages came late. But by February 20th, no one had heard anything, and their relatives were getting worried. So mm-hmm. they sent out a crew uh, search team to go look for them. Yeah. And, and interesting enough, the search team, a uh, large majority <coughs> of the people part of that team were, like, natives in that area. Yeah. Like, the search yeah. team, they were like, we're going to need some professional help. And these yeah. guys were like, yep, we told you guys, <laughs> you're going to get lost. And so they, like... What was it? Like, February 23rd, right? Yeah. It took uh, a while. Yeah. They get to the, like, they find their camp. They find their tent. And they're like, oh, something's weird. No one's in the tent. Yeah, the tent all had, their, like, been cut open from the inside. Yeah, all, like, the tent's cut, covered in snow. All their stuff is still inside. All their shoes are still shoes, inside. Shoes, clothing, sleeping bags. What's going on? And so they can tell by, like, footprints in the snow like where everyone went and the footprints were bizarre some of them they could tell only had socks on some had zero shoes at all some only had one shoe on and they were like what are these people doing running out of their tent cutting themselves out of their tent walking around in sub-zero temperatures barefoot and these guys are experts what are they doing and so they follow some of the footprints to like a pine tree nearby and they find uh remnants of like an old like an old fire so they're like okay maybe like 
some people like they Start got out of their warm. tent so they you know started a fire yeah. and but weirdly enough there were two bodies by that pine tree two of the guys and they were just in their underwear it was really weird people were like what and they could see like in the pine tree up above like a lot of the branches were broken so it was like one of them like climbed up there and they could like tell on the body like he had like scratches on his like hands and legs like and feet like he tried to climb up the tree in his underwear and they were like maybe they got lost or like they went to the bathroom and got separated from the tent they were like trying to find the tent so they like went up the tree to find it um but their injuries were really weird uh they suffered like yeah like chest injuries both of those guys suffered like traumatic chest injuries which was weird because on the outside like they they didn't really look like they didn't have a reason of death for them besides hypothermia until Mm -hmm. like an autopsy right um then they were searching for more people and they Uh, find they find the other four um by like a stream yeah and like you know Half of them are, like, missing shoes and stuff, and they all, like, you know, those four died of, like, hypothermia, which, like, that makes sense. I do know, like, when you have hypothermia, don't you kind of start going a little, like, your mind goes a little bit, and so you think it's warmer than it actually is? No, I I definitely think that that is true. So maybe that's why they're... I don't know. But they like, start shedding clothes or something. Like, but that's so strange yeah. to me. And then, like, the last girl they found, she had, like, a, a nasty, like, brain, like, skull fracture. And yeah. her tongue and eyes were cut out. Yeah. In fact, there were, like, two bodies that had their eyes cut out. One of those two bodies had their tongue cut out. And one of the guy's bodies had his eyebrows burned off. In fact, yeah. one of the girl's bodies near the stream had, like burn marks on her weird like on her like lower half like 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 burn marks and people are like what and the guys near the stream like the bodies near the stream they definitely had more clothes on than the rest yeah and people were assuming that the guys that died under the tree they died first and this group of people you know took their clothes for warmth which that makes sense but the whole like how yeah the parts that is weird is the way that they died. These guys are experts. Yeah. Know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They're probably 100% aware of the dangers of hypothermia, especially if they, you know, were born and raised hiking in the Soviet Union at the time. And so they're probably very much aware of, like, the risks, and there's probably a big group of them so they can all hold each other accountable. So I doubt it's them shedding clothes because of hypothermia yeah and like you know there's a lot of like conspiracies saying like oh maybe it was like an animal attack however if there's footprints from the humans there were no yeah there were no animal footprints and another weird thing these bodies weren't eaten either Mm -mm. which is weird because they've been up there for like two weeks why aren't the vultures getting it the wolves they were untouched which is very strange and so like why did they cut themselves out of their own tent what made them so afraid that they had to run away risk their lives right yeah ultimately i think they 
authorities deemed it like hypothermia and some sort of mm. avalanche like that had come and yeah that covered the camp and them and everything yeah but russia in 2019 they reopened that case and then they closed it in 2020 and they said that the results they found uh were the cause uh the cause was an avalanche and i'm like i don't believe that <laughs> an avalanche doesn't cut someone's eyes out and tongue and burn a lady's lower half that is so weird <sighs> and i'm like that makes zero sense also like if you are stuck in an avalanche like in a tent honestly wouldn't that be safer than getting out of the tent without all the body heat well, I can picture it going like, well, because like an avalanche would come and cover you, right? So like if they heard the avalanche coming, I can picture them like trying to cut themselves out so they can hurry and move away from the avalanche. But then the rest of it doesn't make sense after that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that is one of the explanations. In fact, that's like the most normal of explanations. But that's for some reason, it's go the with. one I disbelieve the most. Uh, some people do think it's uh, catabatic winds, which does make sense uh catabatic winds uh in very very certain shaped valleys like the curve of the valleys um the wind especially in higher uh altitudes winds can get really strong and really fast the wind hits just right it hits a decibel frequency like this is like actual science like it hits a decibel frequency that actually we don't hear as humans but we can internally feel and it has caused cases of madness in like little villages in valleys like this is an actual study that's done so people are like maybe this valley gets catabatic winds especially i mean think about it what happened the night they went crazy a snowstorm so maybe the winds were really crazy and they all kind of went crazy because in uh so these guys uh specifically the leader his name was igor dalatov which is why it's called the dalatov pass incident because he was the leader uh he kept a diary with him uh and he they actually also had pictures too like they 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 knew what happened mm -hmm. up to the night they died so this guy uh igor he actually wrote like the night before they went crazy so like the night of february 1st he talked about how like one of their guys keeps getting in fights like one of their guys like is so angry and more agitated and tries to like fight everyone and punch people and so maybe like some people are like maybe he went crazy and killed people but that doesn't make any sense because these injuries are weird the only ones that make sense are like the eyes and like the tongue gouging but even then like you could still survive those things right um and so catabatic winds is a uh, explanation. A lot of scientists have talked about, like, they did their own, like, math and statistics of the shape of that valley, and they said it probably wouldn't work. Mm. Like, catabatic winds probably wouldn't be super common there, but they were like, you know, anything's possible. Um, back in, like, the 70s, the theory of it being a Yeti was, like, a really big thing. I don't believe that. And that's saying something, because I <laughs> love that type of stuff. I don't believe that just because, like, there would be like footprints or something like these deaths are so weird like it's not an animal i don't believe it's like any type of animal attack one of course this one i definitely agree with (laughs) people think you know maybe uh paranormal supernatural extraterrestrial type of things people are like maybe aliens and i'm like i mean i'm like maybe (laughs) this is weird yeah like in fact, uh, in, during the autopsy, 
uh, a couple of the bodies actually tested positive for having uranium. Like, oh. traces of uranium in their systems. And people, like, not all of them. So, like, people are like, so it wasn't something they, like, ate. Like, only, like, yeah. a couple of them had traces of uranium, which is weird. A radioactive material. Some of these bodies were radioactive. And it's in the middle of the mountains. Like, why are these bodies radioactive? And so uh, that's why people are like, it's got to be aliens. Like, you know, they which, made them yeah. go crazy or they, like, some Did of them saw stuff. them. They, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that makes sense. However, the one I agree with the most, the one that I haven't talked about, oh. is that it was a military operating site for the Soviet Union. Oh. And so people believe that uh, the Soviet Union you know, uh, they were doing their experiments. They were testing new uh, weapons in that area because, like, it's a desolate area. No one knows about. It's in the mountains. It's very secluded. So they could test all these different gadgets, which could include, I don't know, maybe some radioactive uh, biochemical weapons of mass destruction so maybe the radioactive is just like like the radioactive materials just left over from like testing grounds right um but this is my main reason for thinking is because i picture this imagine <laughs> you're just eight hikers you're doing your own thing you see something you're not supposed to from your own government you guys realize oh we're in trouble these guys come and find you at your camp they take you all down using their various different gadgets. The last ones alive are uh, die from hypothermia, but to keep them quiet, I don't know, they cut out their eyes and tongue as in, like, you don't see anything. You can't say anything. Mm. And then they die from hypothermia. Like, it's weird to say, like, wow. Like, the autopsies are weird. Like, this guy died of, like, a chest injury. However, the force of the chest injury is like he got hit by a car Ooh. like so an avalanche could make sense for that right. however like not for anything else like oh yeah his chest got really crushed from like the weight of a car okay maybe an avalanche or maybe it's a weapon we've never heard or seen or used before so they could have just been government mm -hmm. Casualties, unfortunate casualties. Yeah, in this. and the thing is, the most exciting part of the story is that there is no answer unless you're the Russian government and you say it was an avalanche. <laughs> it's fine. It's an, it's an avalanche, and I'm like, do I believe that? No. So I definitely have my opinion, and I really like this story because like it's in a lot of media. Like there's this one scary movie. It's not a. It's not a good scary movie. <laughs> like it's not well done. Like. Uh, anyway, but it is a scary movie. It is a scary <laughs> movie. It's called Dalatov or something like that, and it's about these hikers nowadays. How they're like, hey, we actually want to finish what these old hikers that died couldn't accomplish. Like we're gonna do it, and so <laughs> they do it, and they get like they're being stalked and hunted by like these like <laughs> golem like creatures that yeah. live in like the that live in the mountains, which makes zero sense because it's freezing. The creature wouldn't be like a like <laughs> a, a skinny like. Golem-esque. Golem-esque. I feel like it would be like a big fuzzy werewolf thing. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, everyone, like, gets killed and all that fun stuff. And, like, the last two people, uh, a guy and a girl, they, like, find, like, this hidden lab in the side of a mountain. <laughs> and they're, like, getting chased by these creatures. And, like, there's, like, this weird 
portal contraption. They're like, okay, we get. I guess we got to go through it because it's either we get uh, like eaten by these monsters or we go through it. They go through it, and plot twist: those monsters were actually them. Oh, those yeah. people <laughs> go through the portal. They turn into those monsters, and they are the reasons the people in the first Alatov Pass incident died. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good it's movie. It's not a good movie, but I'm like, wow, you did something. They were creative. That was an idea. That plot. Wow. I don't know, but like stuff like that. I like I don't know. I feel like you there should be another movie on it because it's a really creepy thing and yeah. they could go off on that movie. But, you know. Yeah, they could make it well much better. They could make it so much better. Oh, well, man. But I don't know like what are your guys's opinions we told yeah. you literally like all these different explanations i bet you you can look online and find like 20 million more because <laughs> literally like so conspiracies like i love it <laughs> addy believes it's an avalanche yeah it's the one that makes me i believe yeah, less spooked out i believe military i feel like and yeah that's saying something i'm not even swinging towards the paranormal interesting yeah. like just aliens different. yeah Aliens, and honestly, I'd rather believe it was aliens than I feel like humans. I feel like I could think aliens. Like I feel like aliens are a part of the government anyway. Yeah, honestly, like, you get, like every group has some men in black type of stuff going on. Yeah. So, yeah, it was the Russian government with aliens. Yeah, why not more than one? The little goblin-esque creatures, like golem, <laughs> just scurrying around, shooting radioactive ray guns at you because that makes sense oh man yeah you could go anywhere with this one <laughs> you know but yeah guys do your research it's Zalatov really tough pass Zalatov pass incident it's really spooky they have a little memorial uh oh, statue right. site uh to honor the the victims it, it's nice. really sad yeah. because they did have families a yeah, lot they were of all really young too yeah they were actually they were like our yeah, age like they were 20s, college students yeah. moment of silence yeah. Bummer. Oh, I thought we were doing moment uh, of silence. You well, said moment of like silence. Se- I was like, it was like a second of silence. Yeah. <laughs> moment of silence. Okay. There we go. There we go. Thank All you right. for paying our respects. Yeah, we've honored the victims. We're sorry they died, but but now there's a really cool story. story. Yeah. They, may they live on. Uh, yeah. Honestly, it's uh, still however many years later. Like I don't more than fifty. Yeah, like, more than fifty. Like seventy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> seventy. <laughs> that sounds about seven right. Seven decades later. Yeah. Whoa. Well, almost uh, something like that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm a communications. Major. We tell I'm stories, to, not that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm trying to figure this out. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Spooky, Spooky Snippets. Snippets. We'll see you next time.